0: welcome back to the unapologetic skeptic podcast this episode is going to be an audio archive of one of my longer form youtube videos so if you haven't had a chance to watch and you prefer to listen sit back and enjoy What's up and welcome back to another video. This one is gonna be a little bit of a departure from the usual apologetics that I cover. As someone who pretty recently deconstructed, I thought it might be interesting to do a video based around what Christians are supposed to do when they doubt their faith. Now I know what I did, but I'm curious to go through this video and see what they say. Let's just jump right into it.
1: When I used to work as a Bible teacher at a private Christian school, I found that many of my students associated their doubts on Christianity with weakness.
0: That was definitely me, and that's because a lot of Christians are taught that their doubts are weakness. It's not that they'll come right out and say that, but they do look at doubts in a very negative light, and it leads to that. Christian culture does not look positively on people who doubt.
1: Some of them thought that if they ever questioned the existence of
0: Jesus or thought evolution made sense, Yeah, but evolution does make sense. I can see we're already off to a great start. That it was sinful. Thus they
1: did their best to suppress any questions or emotions that could possibly compromise
0: their faith. I definitely went through that, pushing back anything that could have possibly compromised my own faith. Questions like, why would God allow this to happen to me? And
1: why should I trust the Bible if it's so old? Or how can I believe in a God that I can't see?
0: Those were absolutely initial questions that I had. I don't know if this video is gonna delve into anything deeper than that, but right at the beginning of my deconstruction, those were absolutely my first questions.
1: I found that many young people push these questions to the side and force themselves to just believe
0: Yes, because that is what was expected. A lot of Christian culture does not handle questions very well. Again, they look at it as a weakness. They look at it as you're just faltering. You don't even need to ask questions. Just have faith that it's true.
1: Because they bought the lie that doubt is weakness. So in this video, I want to address what someone should do when they're losing faith. And there's three steps.
0: And we will absolutely analyze those three steps, but I'm going to make a prediction. I'm reacting to this as I watch it, and I am going to bet that one of the steps is not going to be to study things like the contradictions found within the Bible, anything that would question its inerrancy. If that is in here, I mean, I'll be surprised, but that would be awesome. I just doubt it's going to be.
1: Step number one. Don't view doubt as a bad thing.
0: Based on this statement and this statement alone, I can agree that doubt is not a bad thing. Isaiah chapter one, verse 18.
1: Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool.
0: Okay, I'm kind of curious to see how that's gonna tie into doubting not being a bad thing. The
1: key word here is reason. And when God said this, he was talking to the nation of Israel who was turning away from him. And what God was essentially saying to them was, hey, let's reason together. Let's work it out. Give your disputes and let's settle this conflict that's between us
0: okay but there's only so much reasoning you can do with yourself and what i mean by that is when you're praying you're talking to god right but god's not talking back to you so yes you are reasoning with yourself you see to
1: believe and have faith in god does not mean to believe blindly
0: yeah but it kind of is blind there's no empirical evidence to prove that god exists so you are taking it on faith that the bible is correct our faith
1: should have logic, and there should be reason behind it. So I would encourage you, don't view your doubt as a bad thing. In fact, doubt is normal, and it should be worked through.
0: Again though, it's not really about reason and logic, it's about faith. Because how do you use reason and logic to get to a position that has no real evidence for it? Aside from things like maybe personal experience, which doesn't really count for anybody except for the person who has experienced it.
1: I mean, look at Jesus' disciples. Do you recall his disciples when they were in the Sea of Galilee? Pay attention to Mark chapter four, verses 37 to 40. And a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But Jesus was in the stern asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith?
0: Well, yes, it does make sense that the supposed holy book of a god would have parts in it to encourage people to keep their faith. That definitely follows. But do you know what would produce a great faith in a great number of people? If we could actually prove that these miracles like the calming of the sea actually happened. The problem is, we can't. So how do you continue to have faith in something that you simply cannot prove? That's not just faith, that's absolutely blind faith.
1: The disciples doubt. did Jesus. And they didn't have faith and they even thought that he didn't care. But he did care. He cared enough to teach them and to show them that he could be trusted. And he cared enough to train them to be the church's future leaders. You see, Jesus allowed their faith to be tested. And at that moment of testing, Jesus was quiet and he allowed them to struggle
0: okay but what relevance does that have say in my life yes it's a good story yes if we could prove it to be true that would absolutely bolster my faith but again we can't and jesus is not here walking around with us and talking to us
1: all that to say if you have doubt with what you believe right now you're actually in good company do you think joseph always felt strong in the two years he was in prison and do you remember John the Baptist, who is described by Jesus as being the greatest of those born of women?
0: Uh, the greatest of being born of women? Was there people being born in other ways? And he questioned if Jesus
1: was who he said he was. Or how about some of the disciples who doubted the fact that Jesus rose again, despite the fact that Jesus was right there in front of them? No, doubt is okay. And often a very necessary step in order to have stronger and greater faith.
0: Okay, but doubt should not cause us to simply have more blind faith. Doubt should cause us to actually look into the things that we believe, to test the things that we believe, to discover if they are even testable. Doubts should cause us to look to the truth, not to simply bolster our faith and try to make it stronger.
1: Which leads me to step number two get answers to your questions.
0: Okay, I can get behind this. Now we might actually get somewhere. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15.
1: But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. In this passage, Peter tells believers to always be ready to give a defense or an answer to anybody that asks for reasons for their hope in Jesus.
0: And I hope that that would include giving good answers, not a lot of the same old circular reasoning that we see in apologetics today.
1: Now as believers, are we always able to answer every question regarding our faith? No.
0: I can absolutely commend the honesty in that answer, but it is those unanswered questions and those unanswerable questions that should cause you to look inward, to really start dissecting your own beliefs.
1: Because there will always be something that we don't know. So my encouragement to you, find the root or the source of your doubt or dying faith. Don't ignore your feelings and don't turn off your mind to the struggles that you have with your faith identify what the real issue is, and then find answers to those questions.
0: Again, I can continue to get behind what's being said in this section, but you have to be willing to accept the answers that you don't want. That was something that I had to do. I had to learn how to accept answers that I didn't wanna hear.
1: Ask pastors, teachers, people you look up to. Maybe you read some books or you watch some videos of people that you respect and then learn from their perspective. And as you do all of this, Pray and ask God to give you an answer that will give your heart rest and your mind peace.
0: Trust me when I tell you I tried that over and over again. The only problem is I never really got an answer. And the more that I looked at my own beliefs, the more I found that I simply couldn't continue believing them.
1: Step number three, talk to Christians who've struggled.
0: Talking to people who have struggled is never a bad idea but really you should open it up to talking to anybody. Everybody is going to have different experiences and you never know who's gonna help.
1: Second Timothy, chapter two, verse three. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ.
0: Not really related, but that is where a lot of the persecution complex comes from. I had a bit of it myself when I was a Christian.
1: This passage talks about how we as Christians are likened to soldiers with their fair share of hardship and suffering
0: okay but you aren't soldiers and the violent imagery does nothing to help anybody i remember it being drilled into my head as a kid that i was a soldier and i was in a spiritual battle all that does is bring out bad feelings for people who don't believe the same as you because you're taught to look at them as your enemy
1: i don't want to make it sound like it's easy when you find yourself losing faith and doubting what you believe i've actually been there multiple times and i know that it can be difficult And in the times that I've struggled, I would say that one of the things that have helped me the most was talking to people who went through the exact same thing that I was. In my lifetime, I struggled with loss, suicidal thoughts, and doubt regarding God's love for me. And what was perhaps the greatest source of comfort in those seasons of my life was someone coming alongside me and saying, I understand how you feel, and I've been there before, And we can get through this together.
0: That actually helped me quite a bit too, aside from the fact that I kind of went the other way. The more that I talked to people, and the more that I realized there were other people like me out there, the more I was able to learn about my own faith and my own questions, and that has brought me to where I am now. So all that to
1: say, don't go through your doubt and your emotions alone find someone with experience who already went through what you're currently going through. And I know it may take some time and patience to find them, but I'd say it's well worth the effort. So, all that to say, when you find yourself losing faith, take these three steps. Step number one, don't view doubt as a bad thing, because sometimes it's a necessary step to grow in your faith. Step number two, Get answers to your questions, whether it's through pastors, teachers, people you look up to, or books or online resources. And step number three, talk to Christians who've struggled with your same issues and remember the fact that you are not alone.
0: Well, I'm going to go ahead and cut it off here. That's pretty much the end of the video. The rest of it is a prayer and basically just telling you to follow the steps that were already talked about. Now, I reacted to this video because I went through this. I didn't react to it because I want to put this creator down, I don't know who they are. I do think they're generally trying to give good advice from their own worldview. That being said, I do think there were parts that were a bit closed-minded, like that you should only talk to Christians. I personally think you should talk to everybody and get a general sense for everybody's, you know, different opinions and different beliefs. I think that's a good way to come to your own conclusions. I don't think staying in an echo chamber is ever a good thing. But this was very reminiscent of my own journey. Just keep in mind that if you're doubting your faith, don't close yourself off to the questions that you have. Don't close yourself off to the hard questions, the things that might, you know, challenge your beliefs. Challenging your own beliefs is a good thing, but most importantly, don't believe the first person that you talk to or the first person that you hear. Take information from everybody and challenge yourself. Contemplate your own beliefs and make sure that you come to your own conclusions because that's what really matters. Anyway, I know this was a little bit of a different video, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, share, and subscribe, as always, if you did. Comment down below if you have an opinion, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you.